Hey, so do you know where you are spending the majority of your money every month? As in what percentage of your money are you spending on subscriptions, your automotive expenses, and other categories? I call this type of analysis your spending habits, and it's step one of my four-part foundational budgeting framework. If you don't know or haven't thought about it in a while, spending 30 minutes every, let's say, three to four months categorizing your expenses will help you keep your budget in check. You'll easily identify where your money's going and whether or not you need to make an adjustment. In fact, doing this may point out that you are spending way too much in one category, like we're spending how much eating out every month? Or with that amount, we could afford a dream vacation or buy another car. You'll want to address this before you end up wasting too much money and you wish you could turn back the clock. So let's talk about how powerful categorizing your spending can be. So everyone dreams of living a life of abundance, but here's the harsh truth. Having a higher income doesn't guarantee spending wisdom and your toys may eventually suffocate you financially. Are you there yet? In fact, 8 million people earning over six figures are actually living paycheck to paycheck. But it's time we change that for you. Welcome to Budgeting Brilliance, a podcast for busy career-focused moms feeling stuck between mounting credit cards and cars. I'm Shauna Lay a family budgeting expert specializing in tools that corporate moms can use to change their perspective of budgeting as a necessary evil to being an empowering tool to make smarter decisions. If you've been looking for a budgeting network focused on more than just frugal living, you're in the right place. Stop letting your finances dictate your life. Knowing your numbers is key to a healthy budget, such as how much you spend on your groceries or your car compared to your income. And that's the pivotal key right there that no one really told me early on. It's always monitor what you're spending against your income. Because if you do, you can start to shed some light into areas where you're overspending. It can tell a story about your spending habits. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy a good story. So in today's conversation, it'll help you reflect on whether or not your story is one of the prince or the pauper. So let's talk about this real quick. By taking the time to review your numbers and your spending, you can have more information to decide whether or not you need to make cuts. And let's say that you do find something to cut and Maybe um, something else like a subscription. So the two of those together is about $80 a month that you've taken proactive measure and you're going to cut every month for the rest of the year. Now, over the course of a year, that $80 adds up to $960 a month. I mean, really, that's like $1,000 just by setting aside a few minutes of your time to go through your spending. Over the course of five years, that could turn out to be up to $5,000. Now, that's a really great ROI, if you ask me. And if you're wanting to take a fabulous trip with your family, 
but not sure how to pull it off. Well, this $80 savings just proven to us that you can save a good amount of money in a short amount of time. So what if you increase that to $120 or $150 a month of savings? You could definitely get yourself on your way. So if you're paying off debt, though, using this newly found savings can really help to accelerate that debt snowball. Hey, I want to pause real quick just to give you a quick message. For a limited time, I'm offering a highly discounted rate on my one-on-one coaching along with my new program, Budget Mastery. Over the next several weeks, we'll have a chance to help one another. I will help you get on the path to an improved financial outlook. And during our time together, you'll help me dial in my program to ensure that it's serving you in the best way possible. So friends, if you are finally ready to get your budget in order, please don't wait too much longer because this is a limited time offer. Look for my email in the show notes and let me know you're ready. So the story that your spending habits uncovers can identify if you have a huge amount of your income, let's say eating out, or on the opposite end of the spectrum where only 1% of your income is going to savings. And that's a no-no. So now that you're on board about what the possibilities could be of doing a spending analysis, let's start with identifying our categories and how we can put this into action. Some really common categories to include are number one, groceries, two, your debt, three, dining out, four, your fund money, five, mortgage, six, utilities, seven, your automobile expenses. Simply think about where you're spending as buckets of money. So when you go to buy something, how would you describe it? Now, I I will caution you real quick that when you're defining your categories, you don't want to make them too granular. So let's take the debt category for a moment. Now, notice I said debt, not all of the different types of debt. So if you start to break that debt into, I have two consolidation loans, or I have a student loan and credit cards. See, when you start to break them out, you start to lose perspective about how much money you are spending on debt. So I at least like to start with debt as being one big category. So this is especially helpful when identifying what your debt to income ratio is. So now that you have all of your expenses categorized, you'll want to add up each of those categories and find out what percentage you are spending against your take-home pay. So what you could do with the information after your expenses have been categorized is One, when you do the percentages, it'll immediately tell you if you're spending more than 100% of your income. So right there, you know exactly what action you need to take, and that is absolutely you need to cut your spending so that you're under 100%. So next, take a look at your highest percentages. Maybe sort them by the top five. So where's the bulk of your money going every month? You know, it's normally like mortgage, right? That's probably the the biggest category. And then groceries. 
But does something else stick out to you as being an aha, like, wow, I had no idea kind of moment? Those are the things that would jump off the page at you and you'll know exactly where you need to cut. But other things may become more subtle where you might want to dig deeper into each of those categories. Hey, friends, I'm pausing real quick just to let you know that if you need help on budgeting, savings or getting out of debt, check out the free resources on my website, sanitycents.com. Back to the show. So let's just recap our spending habit analysis, which is part one of my four-part foundational budgeting framework. By performing simple analysis on your monthly spending, and I do have a simple tool that people that join my uh, budget mastery program can use, it means that you can become aware of your bills and you can contemplate if they're all necessary, if they're serving you well, and you may even uncover forgotten recurring charges. And you may even decide to cancel it, which would be great. You know, even if you did a cancellation for a month or two, just to find out whether or not you'll be able to live with it, um, even find cheaper alternatives. You know, every five to six months, I go out online and check out other insurance offers for my house and for my automobile. I mean, you really always want to keep a pulse on options. Keep your options open. So identifying, categorizing your expenses helps you to become more aware of where your money is going before you discover that you've wasted thousands of dollars unnecessarily. Because let's say that that $80 a month, right, that we found earlier, if we left that in our budget over five years, that, I mean, that is thousands of dollars that could have been reallocated to something more beneficial that our family needs right now. So if you could just simply break a little time away from social media, slow down, and really just step back and take a look at where your money's going, it will serve you well. So next, let's take a step further and think about goals and priorities to help ensure that our money is being applied to where it'll make the most sense for your family's future. Well, actually, that is part two of my foundational budgeting framework, and we'll dive into that on the next podcast. So I want to hear from you. How are you liking the show so far? Is anything really jumping out to you that has been truly helpful? And if it is, please leave a review to let other people know about it. And if you haven't signed up yet for Budget Mastery or snagged one of my free resources to help support you on your debt-free journey, drop me a note on my website, sanitysense.com. You know you have to be intentional. It's the only way your budget is going to fund your future and within your limits. So let's take that to the next level by budgeting brilliantly. Until next time. So friends, I hope you found value in today's episode and that it encouraged you in some way to take an action towards focusing on your budget. If you would like to snag some free budgeting resources like a quick starter kit, debt elimination workbook, just head on over to my website, sanitysense.com. That's sanitysense, C-E-N-T-S dot com. And if you liked today's episode, please consider leaving a five-star review so you can help others find this message and get the budgeting help that they've been longing for too. So here's to 
budgeting your best life.